0: I mean, I will say it was pretty satisfying. I
1: bet it sounds satisfying.
0: It was. To a a certain extent, but then at the other end, it's like looking at something where you're like, what went on here? What happened? What's the
1: story? I don't know. And there's (laughs) only
0: one person. I mean, it just makes sense that the person who owns it now, like it just makes sense that it would be him.
1: I mean, he's already found like weird stuff in other places. That's what I mean.
0: I'll say this, elf puppet. All right. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillin. thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listened. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. A lot to talk about today, but in regards to what I just brought up, um, I will say this. I, I went up and I was—we're going to get into it here in a second, but I was helping to take down a— um, A bad guy? Not a bad guy. Oh, okay. No, still working on the Jeep taillight thief. That's still that's still an open case right now. I haven't figured that out, so that's the bad guy. But no, this was uh, more about the fact that uh, I went up and helped our, our buddy Tristan, bought a piece of property up in Washington
1: State. You know why? Because he's got to get the job done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, yeah,
0: exactly. And so he bought this piece of property, and it's got like a basically, this long and short of it is, he's got this, it had this old cabin on it. And this, well, it's like kind of a cabin, kind of a shack, kind of a house it looked like it started off as maybe like a fishing cabin, but they just kept expanding on it and like adding in like a kitchen and adding in other things. And it's been pretty much abandoned except for somebody maybe squatting in it for probably 10 to 15 years. It's where where like the rooftop is like completely covered in moss.
1: I did see a picture of the rooftop when he had showed me images of that. That thing was impressive. Oh, it was oh, a like,
0: full-on, like... It
1: was full-on, like... Ferns growing like on it. Fern and, like, moss carpet. Like, yeah. thick. Like, thick, like, shag carpet, but made out of moss and ferns. It mm. was pretty impressive.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was something. And so this this property... I'm going to get into it here in just a second, because then I'm going to... I want to see what Rick thinks, too. But uh, it was, as we're demoing this thing... So the idea was, we're, we're tearing it down. There's no way anybody could live in that thing. Or right. it was not a salvageable piece... And I'll explain some of the other things we found in there. But um, one thing we did find a lot of were bugs. And let me tell you, there were some gigantic ass spiders coming out of this thing. Okay,
1: because see, I kind of wanted to come and help at some point. But then once I heard uh, other people talking about the bugs, I'm like, I don't think I would. I don't think that reminds me of like Temple of Doom. Basically, it's Indiana Jones stuff.
0: Bugs and spiders and nails and glass. That's a lot of what it is. Perfect. And then little sections where your feet fall through. To what's underneath it, and I don't know what's underneath it. I mean, it's scary. Uh, so we were <laughs> we were doing that, but with all the bugs, I did want to give a plug for our fine sponsor, Black's Pest Services. Yes, tell me more. Because uh, Tristan actually sent in a picture of a couple of bugs, a couple of the spiders, to them apparently a couple of weeks ago. Because as we all know, Black's Pest Services, fine sponsor Fun Employment Radio, they are great. Uh, please call them for any of your. Uh, pest needs. And find
1: all of the information at BlacksPestServices.com
0: Yes, 100%. And they do encourage, if you find like a weird bug or a spider or a creature and you're like, I don't know what this is but I would like it to be identified. And so you can send in your pictures to them and they will come up with the identification for you. It's pretty cool. And
1: you know, also hire them to, you know, help out with your pest control issues. But I did see something that they did post about uh, a bug that's Specifically, terrified me last year when it fell on my head. Yeah, which is the ten. It's like called the ten-lined June bug, and they, I guess, are out in full effect. Those things are scary. They look like giant beetles, but they are like, they
0: scary because they can hurt you.
1: No, they're just scary because they're really big.
0: Yeah, so they're more like gross. Like it
1: bopped me on the head. Oh wow! Yeah, I kind of felt like you know something like a, a cherry or something like from dropping oh, from a distance. That hard? Yeah, it oh. was so creepy. And then I was like, "What is that thing?" And it was laying on the ground. It was so big. So those are out and about right well, now. Well,
0: that's okay. That's that's creepy as hell. Um, they What Tristan sent him pictures of were uh, spiders. And then they came back and told him, oh, yeah, those spiders are pregnant. That's something you never want to hear. That is. That is a phrase no one ever wants to hear. But nonetheless, that's that's what it was. I mean, they were just telling him what he took a picture of. So in that property. There Why were is that even of,
1: grosser? I don't it's know. Just, just
0: something about it when, yeah. you, hear, when you say that term. Uh, but maybe that's how I'll we'll start off with Rick get his response to that. Uh uh but I'm we did <laughs> we did uh you know get to get to demo this thing. And it was already partially partially down, but part of the roof was still up and there was a weird kitchen where there was like an old stove and this guy had put in a um like a like what would be a an old paper towel dispenser from a bathroom, like a like a truck stop bathroom kind yeah. of style. Like he had that in his place and then Perfect. somebody had been crashing there and there were like stacks and stacks of tapes. Of like, cause I like video cassette tapes and audio cassette See, tapes. See,
1: this is one of the fun things. You're getting a little peek into what it's like to be a realtor because you get to go into the weirdest places, albeit... Not in that bad I was gonna say
0: I don't think you'd be Selling But you know
1: I've seen Some weird shit I know you have Yeah but uh, Yeah I don't think that I would be selling that But I mean It is interesting Because like I've seen People like you said Where they have the automatic Like paper towel dispensers Or whatever Like I've seen ones With like coin operated This was one of the
0: ones With the old hand crank.
1: Oh okay Yeah Yeah because I've seen Places like coin operated Like still functional You have to pay coins In your own house Like operated washing machines (laughs)
0: Oh, you can, no, you can get those. Oh, yeah, for
1: super cheap. Yeah, for
0: super cheap. Yeah. Because I've almost bought one before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> I wrote
1: the first time I saw one of those. I'm like, that doesn't look like it should be there. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, it was, it was weird. Cause I mean, we're tearing it apart and then you come across like flooring that's like, looks like it's from the 50s. I mean, then flooring that looks like it's from the 80s. You can almost like tell the era of when they expanded on this thing. But then one side room still had a ton of stuff. There was like, um, uh, you know what? Maybe when we bring Rick on because he might have an appreciation of some of this stuff. Probably that we found. But the so I'll talk about what the finds were here in a minute. But the 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 real fun was swinging a sledgehammer at stuff.
1: Oh, I bet that sounds it so was refreshing.
0: Nice. It was it was exhausting, Especially but relaxing for
1: you. You're a high strung poodle, and I'm not saying that in a bad way, but you are very high strung. I bet that kind of helped. Did it help alleviate?
0: Oh, I'll, a little bit of your stress. It wasn't just me. Uh, our friend uh, Mr. Bozek was up there as well, and he was he also enjoyed. The, we had fun with that sledgehammer. We were smashing stuff because we wanted to bring the roof down. Did you guys play sledgehammer? Literally bring the you roof were down listening to it while you uh, were doing it. No, we just played a, a heavy metal mix. Perfect. Yeah, so that was you know there was some crocus that was going on, but <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it was uh, it was fun. It was it was good. We helped him out a little bit, and uh, you know, congrats to him for the property and all that stuff, man. He and you know who, actually, who he
1: actually got that property through? Defiance Realty. Defiance Realty. <laughs> yes. For
0: all of your property needs, go there to Defiance go. Realty. For your
1: own scary cabin.
0: Yeah. 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 The, it was not bought with the idea of keeping the cabin. That had to go. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, you know?
1: yeah, let's talk directly about your cabin. Because I, like, right. I did actually the opposite. I went and hung out at a house that we made very beautiful this weekend. Oh,
0: well, see, so that's So you were destroying
1: one, and I was just helping make an already lovely home uh, look a little picture perfect because I'm getting ready to.
0: Well, that's more productive, but I feel like tearing one down is more fun.
1: Oh, I'm sure that it is. But yeah. it is also really fun to like put a lot of hard work into something, oh, and then my my that's friends. That's a much better
0: use of time. My friends who are my clients
1: but... also like you know they kicked ass, and so like it's just fun to see the end product. Be it if it's a super clean, you know, ready to sell house or a super destroyed, moss covered, spider filled cabin. <laughs> we both did our, our successes to different homes in different ways. Oh, you are becoming a real estate agent. I know. Jesus, did I you just know. defined
0: your successes. Yes. Oh man. Mm-hmm. It's already happening. It was very satisfying. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and do this. We're going to... Yeah, because
1: I want to hear all, what all you found in yeah. this place.
0: Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back. We're going to... Yeah, because I want to analyze what kind of person this was. There's a, really a lot to it. Uh, so uh, we're going to take a quick break for those of you listening to the... Uh, well, it doesn't matter. Taking a break, and then we're going to bring Rick Emerson on. Uh, so we'll be back right here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Go? All right, welcoming back now to Fun Employment Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Mr. Rick Emerson. Hello, Rick. God
2: He's Sorry, like, I'm just like I just chose that moment to breathe like right into my open mouth. All right, I, I will tell
1: you, I know this is a podcast, but uh and only I can see Rick, but he is being flanked by two f- small fluffy dogs right now, both of which want all of his attention, who are just crawling all over him like little babies. It is pretty adorable. Uh
2: <laughs> <sighs> how is everyone?
1: Good. How are things with you? Hello. What? Hello? Oh, I said hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, well, said. how are things with you?
2: Uh, You know, <laughs> <laughs> the answer to that question it just becomes more and more relative, I think, with every passing week. I just, I honestly have run out of ways to say, like, what are you going to do? And it's so weird. And what a strange time. Here's a question. Like, I, like, so at first we were, we were all saying, um, sorry, my caffeine level is dangerously low. So if I just like, if at some point I just kind of go, you drift off and just (laughs) like- That's
1: fine.
2: But so like like at first we were saying, um, you know, we were saying like, I I don't know, I forget what the original phrase was. unprecedented times. Well, yeah, no, but that's the thing we're saying now is like, (laughs) but it's reached the point now where we're not just saying it like a news, because first it was like a newscast or casual conversations. But then there's like this thing that happens where then any phrase like that, in any event like remotely like this it's like first people use it in casual conversation then it becomes part of like the official description that they use in like articles or magazines or newspaper you know stories or whatever and then it then it like filters into pop culture and advertising to where then it starts to show up in commercials right so now you'll hear you know in these unprecedented times you know and then wouldn't you love chocolate dipped lifesavers you know or whatever and they're just like it's and like so my thing is i mean whatever you know marketers gotta market but like how long can times last before they're really unprecedented hasn't the precedent been set by now like, i don't I think, think the officially no longer unprecedented
0: i don't this know do you like, want to tempt oh, that though
2: what if they're because oh
0: you mean that now it is precedented and so it's I'm something saying, else is
2: This has now been like the better part of you know. I mean, we're now heading into where the midway point of the year. Yeah, granted, it didn't really kick in for us until March, but I mean, you're right. I think we're entering the point where this is no longer unprecedented. I think that something can only continue for. It's like, um, it's like how in the uh, in in like the 1990s, um, you know, Marvel Comics. They had it was like um, what was it? It was like the new Teen Titan. No, that was that's DC. But it was like it was like the new you know the new x-men or some shit and it was just like and they just kept doing it for like years and years and years and years and finally they were just like fuck it they're no longer the new teen titans or whatever the fuck it was
0: that's like so. when uh when i was on Jammin' 107.5 only it was the new Jammin' 107.5 oh, and it had yeah. been right. new for like a decade but it was yeah. still the new Jammin' 107.5 yeah
1: that's a good point yeah so,
0: you know it was never I mean, not a, the it, new Gemin. Actually, my entire time there.
1: Just new until it wasn't. It was always new. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: until just they went under. Until it, was, yeah. until it was replaced by something else. Right. Yes. It's, I mean, <laughs> so admittedly,
2: this is like number, you know, this is like 5,000 on the list of things I could be worrying about right now. But it's just, you know, but every time now I hear the phrase, "in these unprecedented times. And I just, I'm just like. <laughs> and It's, it's so you know, and Plus, then you start thinking about, I mean, I know this is how America works or whatever, even now. But it's weird to think about some people in a meeting somewhere, you know, and they're you know, and they're selling whatever, insert fucking weird American product here. And they're just like sitting around in a room going like, All right, so how do we market this during a worldwide pandemic that's already killed a hundred thousand people in this country? Go. Ideas, everyone. <laughs> and then it's like it's a weird job to have probably right now, right? To be yeah. like you're some Don Draper guy trying to figure out I don't know, how to sell like white wall tires or something like during a pandemic. It's just a weird, they probably never, that's probably something they don't teach at any, at like the Harvard business school. I mean, they will in the future. Probably somebody's writing that course right now. Yeah. Like how to market a Whitman sampler during a fucking <laughs> pandemic.
1: pandemic. Oh, yeah.
0: Somebody probably already has like a, an educational series that you can download with like, I'll tell you how to make a profit during a pandemic.
1: Oh, oh my yeah.
0: God. Yeah. <laughs> That's, oh man. Even if
2: that doesn't exist, you should do that right I now. Started. You should. <laughs> told, oh my God. Okay. Here's what you should do. You know what I'm a big fan of? I'm a big fan of things that like can be viewed multiple ways depending on who the audience is and who's seeing it. I'm a big fan of, you know, it's where, you know, it's where it's like a Rorschach. So I don't know if they still do these sorts of things. um, But, you know, I've spent a lot of my life watching infomercials and sort of late night, you know, like where they're just like schlepping a bunch of crap on television at the 800 number. But they used to have these things back like up until the late nineties where it was, it was always just, just some, Fucking corpulent, spongy white bastard who was just standing (laughs) on a beach with some, you know, some women in bikinis and he's holding, he's drinking a thing out of a pineapple and he's going, I was $200,000 in debt and I was living in a cardboard (laughs) box in Grand Central Station. Now look at me. And in my patented cash flow system, and it's never just like a thing you buy, it's always a system. You should totally do that right now, but to- but like you know, but be like a how to make money during the global pandemic, and then just you know, and then make it just real enough that people could believe it if they want to, and see how many people, see what the reaction is, you know, like how many people yeah. uh, you know immediately think it's a parody or a cliche, how many people think that it's genuine? I mean, oh wow. maybe don't that it seems like that might of, be
1: right. Yeah, <laughs> that's super flashing me back to when we worked on uh, on uh, How Talk Ten Eighty KOTK on the weekends. Yes. Cause they had all those, remember those like uh, pay for play, like whatever it was, the purchases. Where be, like, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Where they would just
2: buy like, or the series.
0: It would be a, a lot of, of CDs, those. Right. Yes. Oh man. A yeah. new CD every month. With, just having yeah.
1: to run those. Like we could change your life. i <laughs> so cheesy. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So before you would come on, uh, we were de- like Greg was telling us about something that he had done this weekend, which I find kind of fascinating. So he went to our friend Tristan's house, who uh, just well, well I didn't go to Tristan's house. Yeah, so the property that he just bought uh, along a riverfront, and it has an old, like, decimated cabin on it. And so him and a couple of other people went this weekend to go and smash it down, and they started to find all these like well bugs.
0: Well, and, well yeah, there was a lot of bugs. That was unfortunate. What the phrase that came out of. Um, we we texted Tristan had texted Black's Pest Services, fine sponsor, fun employment radio, a picture of a spider and asked what kind it was, and the response oh. was, oh yeah, that's this kind of one, that's a pregnant spider, which is never a yeah. term. Yeah, no. I know, right? No, no. never a term anybody wants.
1: No, why is that so awful? There's though? something really terrible is. about that phrase. Just that phrase, pregnant spider, <laughs> no. is just awful. Why is that so awful?
2: That's I a don't terrible know. phrase. It is a yeah. terrible phrase.
1: It's horrible though. Yeah. I mean.
2: I mean, you know, spider, I mean, I've gotten better about spiders as I've gotten older, but, and, you know, and the word pregnant, I guess, depending on the context can have a lot of connotations and a lot of emotional sort of, you know, prompts associated with it. But, you know, it's not an inherently bad word as such. In fact, I think a lot of people would find that word in the abstract to be sort of pleasant or a positive or whatever sure but pregnant spider that's somehow like two things <laughs> that become way that.
0: worse than either of them put together nobody wants that no nobody's that's... happy when you hear that term that's horrendous yes. why
1: i think it is okay. can i ask you is this because do all of us think of it just like popping and then a whole bunch of little spiders exploding out of it well i mean i
2: think that's that's i mean <laughs> that's so if you think about it long enough that's obviously the logical place you go to i think <laughs> i think that for me okay i think i'm trying to figure out why that phrase is so bad first of all Right now, somebody needs to be forming like some sort of a weird, uh, you know, like punk death metal band called Pregnant Spider. Gross. Right oh, now. gross. Oh, gross. Um, you need that, see, mean, band, why, yeah, that reaction, reaction right there, that's think, exactly why. I'm looking why. that up, right? It'd have to be oh no, but like... I don't
1: want to look it up because I don't want to see an don't accidental picture. Don't look that picture. up. No, yeah. no, no. Keep no, no, that no, off. Abort. No, no, I'm not gonna don't. do that. I stopped, I stopped. No,
2: that's, <laughs> no, 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 that's a, have you done this, just as a side note, have you ever done this where you're trying to look something up because you genuinely need, or at least really want a piece of information? At the same time though, you know that goddamn Google will say like, hey, here's a bunch of text results, also five photographs of this thing. And you're like, and you're holding your hand over the top trying to read the text results while not looking at the image results. Yes.
1: Yes, absolutely. Oh, that's going to be one of these times. Greg, or Rick, why don't you look it up? Do you want to, you wouldn't do it. No, thanks. I'll pass. Uh, (laughs) I
2: I think here's why pregnant spider is such a bad phrase. Because also
0: really quick, I'm going to say for anybody that posts a picture of a pregnant spider in our supporters club chat right now, you will be banned for life. I was
2: going to say, that's a banning right that's there. A ban. That's a banning. Um, I think it's because, at least for me, it's because, like, I don't know if I'm the only one who does this, but certain words sometimes I will get like a mental image or sort of a, a sensory image that is sometimes unrelated to the word itself. Like sometimes I'll hear, It's sort of like how sometimes I'll hear a certain noise and I'll see like a particular color that goes with it like mm-hmm. I'll you know like certain musical notes like I'll see shapes or colors which I think like, a lot of people do
1: like with the spinner from the game of life
2: yes ex- <laughs> yes exactly that <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's like a point zero, know. Zero, zero I, one percent I, joke. I know uh, but but I think so so sometimes I'll just get these weird sort of sensory connections with certain words and it's like and I think it's because when you say right,
0: spider um
2: <laughs>
1: stop saying <laughs> it's it.
2: so awkward it's
1: because uh, You know that's the because- name of this episode today though, right? No, <laughs> you can't do that.
0: I wouldn't if it were me randomly, I wouldn't listen to this episode. Based <laughs> on that name, I'd be like, nope. Whatever they talked about, I don't want to know about it. I think it's because in and it's only in this context, because in other words, if you were just to use the word
2: if you were just to say the word pregnant to me, it doesn't have this reaction. But if you put it in that context, for some reason Yeah, it's like it's like this weird, um I don't know how else I don't know how else to put this. It's like this weird sort of um I just picture this like sort of weird. I don't even oh, like saying god. these things out loud because then I'm going to dream about them. I just like I'm picturing this weird sort of soft, pillowy, marshmallowy sort of you know like soft, like spider. Like it's uh. sort of inflated. Like it's almost like it's almost like a spider float in the Macy's Day Parade oh, or something. Oh god, no. that's what I'm saying. So I'm picturing a spider that is almost like a balloon, which you know oh, you don't want because then no. then it's like well what's in that? So no, you, know, you don't
1: want to oh. know what's in the spider balloon. No.
2: Oh my god. This is this this would be the world's worst pinata, am I right? Oh
1: Bada bing.
2: I mean, I'm just saying right now, somebody should market hideous pinatas. <sighs> There's probably somebody that's done. That's that.
1: actually or
0: hideous oh pinatas?
1: God, but like a big spider pinata full <laughs> Yo, of tiny gross, spider that's candies? So gross. Oh my god. I don't know why. Well, no,
0: so uh, why, unnerving. Why doesn't somebody market
2: pinatas that are just sort of wrong? You know, that are just like so instead of like you know, instead of like a paper mache burrow or whatever that's filled with you know candy, why doesn't somebody market a pinata that's, I don't know, where it's? Uh, I'm trying to think of something. Gross it's not pinata. All right, I just here, googled but... gross pinatas and. Okay, does that exist? Is that a market? I mean, it's no, is that not a really. You can buy?
0: Not too no, much. There's looking. some like kind of supposed to be like Halloweeny kind of ones, but. Because I'm thinking, you know, I was just I'm just thinking of like. uh, uh it's like a Chucky doll one.
2: All I can think of is Mr. Creosote from Monty Python's The Meaning of Life where he's this huge guy who oh, explodes. He, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. He's in a restaurant and he's like eating and then
2: they're like, "Would you like a wafer thin mint?" and he eats a mint and then he explodes and the food goes everywhere. Yep. So I'm just thinking about things like that. Um here's okay, but on the non-gross <laughs> piñata <Creosote>, tip. <laughs> is,
0: uh, what of that for a piñata would be pretty funny.
2: <laughs> I just that I mean I'd totally buy that. Here's a, the uh, here okay, here's a non-revolting interesting piñata idea which is a phrase no one else is using anywhere today. So we're the
1: only <laughs> one doing
2: that. Okay, if you remember in Star Wars Episode Four, A New Hope, there's the, is it, no, or is it A New Hope or is it uh, uh yes. Because yes. it's the one where they, where he puts on, he's putting on like the X-Wing fighter, like blast helmet or whatever with the shield down. And he's got the lightsaber and he's trying to hit the little hovering drone thing and he can't. And so Obi-Wan or somebody like puts the helmet on him and you know And it's like You know Aim with the force Not your eyes Or whatever the hell I don't know why They don't make A Star Wars pinata That is like That little hovering drone That you're supposed to hit With a lightsaber
1: Oh You're more you, you know Star Wars What do you think Greg Yeah
0: no That that should totally be one And
1: you hit it with A I mean, it's, with lightsaber That's awesome Exactly I don't I don't know why That doesn't
2: exist now I mean that seems like it's, it's an egregious oversight That George Lucas Or somebody at Disney Hasn't come up with
0: that already This is These are the things That everybody should be upset about There are should be something like this Yeah yeah,
1: I, th- I thought that you would be more upset as a Star Wars I am. aficionado.
0: Well, I, yeah, but I, I haven't used I I haven't hit a pinata in quite some time. I think that's more what I'm the last about.
1: time I hit a pinata. I think was at you know some dorky bachelorette party. You know where you fill it with like you know, like, Was it a penis? It you know, sure big, was, pinata? Rick. Oh my goodness, full of like mini bottles. It was pretty fun actually. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty classic. When did here's a
2: question? When did bachelorette parties like
1: <sighs> what adopt the penis? Uh,
2: I don't know. I feel like I'm treading on a dangerous ground with some of this yeah. conversation because <laughs> I'm loopy. But it's like, I mean, I don't know how else to put this. I it, the like, It's just, there seems to be this, uh, uh, like, I there's like, a lot of stuff that guys do that is just dumb, right? Like, we all know this. There's a lot of things that guys do that is, you know, a lot of guy things are just stupid. And so... You know, a lot of things, I I think that there doesn't necessarily, I mean, I guess there can be, uh, I don't even know what I'm saying here. I'm just saying, like, at some point, it seems like bachelorette parties, there was some decision made that they needed to be more like male bachelor parties. Yeah. And male bachelor parties are kind of skeezy and gross, is the thing. Yes. And so, it's. (laughs) I don't understand, like, the desire of women to sort of, like, slither down to our level. By just having, you know, where it's like, hey, it's like a jizz cake with, you know, oh,
1: penis God. candles or whatever,
2: <laughs> like whatever it is they do at, at bachelorette parties. Because I know they sell those things. Like if you go to, you know, like any sort of, you know, adult themed store, there's always like an aisle where they just sell. And it's always just like, again, it's, it's like, it's like they take any noun and put penis in front of it. What's this? It's a penis hat. Oh, you yeah. Know? It's just, that's, like, when did that become a thing where female, where like bachelorette parties became as sleazy as bachelor parties?
1: I don't know because every bachelorette party I've been to I think like I maybe had one part, one person say they did not want anything like sometimes people specifically say they don't want anything penis themed but I think it's also fun for the friends of the person who's getting married because it's just kind of dumb and embarrassing so I think that's why I've always wanted to so that's why I've bought you know like a giant inflatable penis that someone has to you know have attached to them with a string and has to have everyone who meets them sign it all night like it's just it's funny I think it's just fun a fun way to embarrass your friend on, like her, like I don't know. That's for me. That's what I would think. Okay, see, I can
2: get that because at least in you, see, you sort of know it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, because it's not supposed to be titillating. It's just supposed to kind of be just super fucking dumb. And I think it's just going out and drinking with your friends or, okay. or not drinking, whatever, and like just em- all right. I, for me, it's always been affectionate embarrassment. toward I can toward see other that people.
2: that it's yeah that it's just that it, you know that it's ludicrous that you don't. I guess because like you, you like you are not under the impression that somehow you're being saucy
1: oh god no no and that's sad of me like like oh look at how edgy we are no no it's just yeah, it's that's purely okay. for the, just try to
0: embarrass them. it's for the yeah. attention
1: yeah it's for the you know because it's their night so it's for their attention no matter how dumb it is i mean people tend to usually like it or at least they pretend to or else it will just get worse
2: i just i always assume that those products are purchased like i like you just know that there's like a copy of 50 shades of gray whatever house that is like you just know it like you just that's <laughs> just it's a given like right that's a there's just no way that that's not the case. So, anyway.
0: Well, All right. going from there, I didn't find any penises over the weekend. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry. So, pregnant
2: spiders. So, yes. Yeah, back to no. pregnant
0: spiders, <gasps> no, but, but not find necessarily things, though, yeah. the pregnant spider. Um, so, tearing down this house, to, to explain to you. So, this this thing, Tristan bought this piece of property, and it's in kind of the middle of nowhere the state of Washington on a river, and he's going to do some stuff with it, but it had this, like, shack Kind of house thing that was on it That was just decrepit and falling down And the person I think who originally lived there Like passed away like over 10 years ago And then oh, wow. somebody kind of uh, Came in there and was squatting But it was full of stuff And so we were tearing it down There's like a giant jumpster there We're like literally tearing this house apart And they'd already done some of it But some of the things I found What I was trying to do is understand the mind frame Of the person who lived here in this place And how all this stuff got there there's no running water to it I don't believe it's not like hooked up to any city lines Um, it had power like kind of weirdly strung along between trees like they clearly kind of rigged it up themselves Uh, but and then there was an outhouse so there's like not even a subject did it have
1: like a wooden door with a moon carved into it
0: I didn't see the door. They had already gotten rid of that, but I would not be surprised if the door okay. if Wait, did. So,
2: is this the main house, or is this like a guest house, or like a little shed? It's near the main house. It was
0: the main house. So the property bought okay. isn't doesn't have a house on it. It's just it's going to be like a it's kind of a piece of riverfront property where he's eventually okay. going to build something on it.
1: So right. is it more like a shack? Like but a right small now he's going to like
0: store. Yeah, it's like a small cabin. Okay, okay. Uh, but it it looked like it started off maybe as a shack and then they built onto it over time because every time you tear down enough we would find like different flooring that looked like it was from like the 50s or something from the 80s or something like that. I
1: know, minus the spiders, that sounds really fascinating. <laughs>
0: well, it, it was. I mean, it was also really gross. Uh, this building was gross, which is why he wanted to get rid of it, so I understand, because he didn't buy it for that. But looking through, they had like all this stuff that was still stored in there. Like There was stuff that you would expect, like fishing line and like boxes of that stuff. And then there would be, in one room... There was a giant box full of like audio cassette tapes and one with video tapes. Oh, were just, video tapes! Yeah, they were just stored in there. Uh-oh. I didn't see anything. <laughs> anything? You need to uh, give
1: those to Todd Workoven. So uh, that's yeah, that's true. Yeah, on his channel. Yeah,
0: Tristan's got those. So you know, you're going through there, and and there's this room, extra room, where it had like a whole bunch of stuff that you know, stuff you would kind of expect, like like fishing line and like old like fishing nets and stuff. Because clearly, this is in the middle of nowhere, so obviously the guy probably. I guess I don't know I guess that's what you I would do. Put the two, uh, two together but uh but then you would go from that and and then in this one side room he had this big box full of like videotapes and then cassette tapes and I was going through like and again you're trying to piece together like okay what kind of person would live here and squat here or whatever for years years on end in this place with no running water oh that's weird like an outhouse and kind of electricity rigged up really rough shod. like they ran it through between the trees. Looks like a, the entire place looks like an electrocution hazard. Um, but then looking at the tapes, the most surprising thing to me that, like, for some reason weirded me out is there was, like, this pristine butthole surfers cassette tape in there. Like, the Electric Larry <laughs> Land. I'm like, I would not picture the person living in the Cabin in the middle of the woods, off the grid, basically.
1: (laughs) To have a pristine butthole surfer. Yeah,
0: I would think like Doobie Brothers, you know, an old Aerosmith tape. That would make more sense to me. For some reason, that was just really strange to me. Well,
2: I would imagine that just belonged to the van full of teenagers that are buried up
1: there. (laughs) (laughs) That's
2: that's my immediate guess. Oh my god. If Wes Craven has taught us anything,
0: that's yeah. Really-
1: oh, you are so right. Oh, oh
0: god. It's a, well, let me tell you, there's some more creepy things that add into this. that, that All right. could, also,
1: Can we not like, even get started on the VHS tapes? Like, were they blank and unlabeled?
0: I didn't actually see Ooh. them. Tristan just told me they were there. So, so I don't know, and I didn't want to know. Like, that's something where I'm like, I don't want to know what's on this. I don't want to, I don't want to even guess. But that going from that, there was, um, then there was like typical of like an old creepy house that you find there was a whole stack of old pictures of like whoever this guy was like with a kid and like from like the it looked like from the 70s probably See, this
1: sounds so again minus the pregnant spiders sounds so fascinating to me like i would love to go yeah, through and it this look is at totally up my alley. alley yeah me too yeah
0: well and there so there was there was all that and we're going through the pictures and we're like okay well that's kind of weird um and then some like an old paperwork and stuff that he had. And again, this is all just like a mess. So you're just finding random things. And uh, then this, I don't know which one to go to first. I'll go with going along the old, the picture line. And one of Tristan's friends, Dean was up there and he said the funniest thing. And most, it's horrible, but he pulled this up and he, he opened it up and it was, it was a card and it was a get well card to a a woman's name and Dean opened it up. He's like, what do you think the chances are she ever got well? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I know that's hard. But just so weird seeing all this so, stuff in there. Wait, like
2: Wait a minute. So how big is like what what kind of like square, square footage? footage
0: yeah. yeah, I mean, not big. I would say the whole thing was like the size of an apartment. It's like a 500 square foot apartment or so.
2: So then my question is, what are the I mean, is this Maybe a place a little where bigger. like is this a place where Like, a couple could conceivably live? And if not, why does he have her get well Yeah, That's all questions,
0: (laughs) all fair questions. And from what I understand from the history of this, this wasn't a couple's establishment. There was a guy who lived there who either passed away or moved away, something like that, the original owner, and then somebody, and that was, like, at least a decade ago. And then somebody else came in there and was squatting in there on top of that. And they don't know much, anything about that person. There's no like somebody had been in there because it was like broken open. So, th- and- so this is like some weird like hillbilly version of the
2: Paper Street House from Fight Club. Like th- right, that's kind of what I'm. That kind of sounds like
0: it. Maybe, maybe,
2: yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm f- definitely messier. I'm fascinated by things like this. Me like too. it's um, yeah. so when I uh, so my grandparents um. Uh, are you know, well, we're Hicks, and so they lived in uh, these are my, my mom's parents. They lived in in uh, Markham, which is this tiny fucking town like out by Silverton. You know, it's like out okay, I never know where anything is, but it's it's, it's way on the fucking sticks, and it's you know, uh, it's like out past Malala and shit, anyway. And so, but they lived on a farm, and uh, you know, it's weird, like there's stuff that you sort of are into when you're a kid. That is an adult, like, I would just have zero interest in, it. And I wonder why I had an interest in it then. Like, I think I've just become, like, I think I've just become joyless as I've gotten older or whatever, but it's, but, because I'm not really an outdoor person, I'm not really, like, a, you know, and I'm a little bit, a little bit of a clean freak in some ways or what? whatever, but when you're, but, we, <laughs> but when you're a kid, you just, like, nothing bothers you when you're a kid. It's like how, it's like how, um it's like how kids can just eat the most repellent kind of breakfast cereal because there's no such thing as, like, too much too sweet to whatever it's like well it's honey drizzled marshmallow chocolate frosted sugar you know like fruit slice bombs you're just like whoa what the fuck but when you're and we're a kid nothing everything is just fascinating and so my grandparents had this barn um and it was you know and they were like a thousand years old and so they never you know they hadn't used it for anything forever and so there was just all this shit in the barn that it was just slowly like curling and like getting softer and decaying away but when you're a kid and I guess even now that's sort of fascinating and so I would spend all this time which was obviously like a thing that they should never have let me do I'm just clambering around this fucking decaying barn that just made of splinters and rust it's like tetanusville and so I'm just you know and so there's just piles and piles and piles of just like what is this? Well, it's a heap of jagged metal. You know, it's like, I don't even know what it was. It was like a, it was like the ends of a bunch of pitchforks that had just been piled in a box for some reason. And so I'm, you know, like playing with them at seven years old. Cause that's what you do when you're young and, and you know, an idiot boy. And, but there were like, just like weird stacks of magazines. And then there was, and then here's the thing that I remember. So like, and in, in like right outside the barn and I was really young, I was like maybe five or six or something right outside the barn there was, you know, it was all like overgrown and marshy because it's, you know, Oregon and whatever. And I remember like thinking I'd found the most amazing thing. It was on the uh, on the ground outside the barn, amid all the marsh and the grass and the weeds and the whatever. There's just like this metal sort of panel, almost like the uh, almost like the almost like the, uh, the the door on a on a clothes dryer. Okay. But it's but it's like you know sitting on the ground, like flat on the ground. And I remember being fascinated by it and sort of like spending all the time like jumping up and down on it, seeing if I could break it. In retrospect, that was clearly like the top of a well or like an oil <laughs> drum <drama laughs> or some shit that was under the ground. I mean, it was like, and I was just out there just boom, boom, just jumping up and down on it, wondering if I could, you know, I don't know what in my head I thought would happen if it snapped open, oh, but clearly I would God. have just fallen. I would have been like that Jessica McCord chick. I would have just fallen to the bottom of the fucking well. Oh, yeah, don't be, and be so, Jessica. But. Old places like that are just fascinating because it's like the dual thrill. It's like a triple thrill. It's like stuff you're not supposed to be looking at because it's not yours. They're personal possessions. They're things that belonged to somebody at some point that somebody made a note to keep. They deliberately kept that stuff. Also, it's like this weird window into a different era. And plus, the best thing, I am endlessly fascinated by finding photographs or cards or letters or whatever that belong to other people because what your brain does then is your brain then just the way we're wired your brain just tries to construct a story around these fragments of someone's life from 40 Mm -hmm. years ago or whatever and you're trying to figure out like what is the context for this photo where were they why was it taken why is it here who what was she getting well from what was her disease right what it's you know uh I don't know if you've gone to that store Scrap downtown, which I think you can now, I think you have to go online and reserve like a spot or whatever, but, um, but Scrap is sort of like a, it's like a Salvation Army or a Goodwill store, but like just for sort of not even really for arts and crafts stuff, it's just for like random things that like people have donated that you could conceivably make weird art projects out of. Like, like literally I went in there one time and there was like 5,000 defective ping pong balls that somebody just donated. (laughs) Um, you know, and so just you just find the weirdest stuff in there. But one thing that they always have a huge bin of, I don't know where they all come from must just be estate sales or grandparents dying and like people are just like don't want their shit. Because if they always have this one section of the store that's just nothing, but like loose, random, usually, like, uh, context free photographs from like the 50s or the 60s or the 70s. Oh, yeah. And, And it's just a huge stack of just random pictures of, I mean, and they're like amateur photos. Like they're not professional photos. It's just like somebody dies and whoever cleans out his place doesn't want any of his photos from 1972. And they all just get tossed into the bin and they get taken to scrap. I am fascinated by those, like just photos from, you know, decades ago. Right. Like absolutely no clue as to what it is. Or, or if it just says on the back, like, you know, it just says, you know, like, um, you know, like, uh, you know, like
0: grandma's April 72 or
2: something or (laughs) exactly. Steve day five, and and you have no idea what it means. And
0: so I just, I love that stuff. Well, and that's what this was kind of like. I mean, like going through like, it's just weird stuff. And I don't know whose was whose, you know, whether it was the squatter that brought it in or the original person, but going from that, like some of the other things that we found, like there's typical things that there was an old stove and, you know, and, and for some reason, a giant, like. Three hundred pound cast iron bathtub, which I thought was really odd. I'm like, you've got this shack in the middle of nowhere. That's with basically no a water, water shack, running. <laughs> but we have a nice three hundred pound cast iron tub that's in there for some reason. Huh? That's so I don't, when you're having your bath or whatever. Um, but I you said that
1: water wasn't even running out there.
0: No, I don't think there was water running <laughs> so too. With, so like they buckets? they brought in their own water. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so I don't I don't know. Uh, that was just strange. And then on top of that, um, a couple of other things that we found that were that were pretty fascinating other than the building and structure itself we can tell where they had, they built around a tree at one point like that's the kind Whoa. of place we're talking about like instead of Wait, just like, like pippy longstockings house
1: right yeah. oh my god
0: uh yeah they built Great around reference. it and then the tree had like grown into part of the property and like rotted it out and it was full of ants so it's like that was a whole other thing um that's odd but then we found like there's two other things i want to bring up that we found the, one of them was something I do remember, you know, as being a thing. And it was a heavy metal magazine. Which heavy? Was, I, dude, I yeah. was just thinking about heavy metal magazine <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, it was. I, I took a picture of it. It's, um, it's in particular, it was one of the, the fantasy ones. Uh, heavy metal, the illustrated fantasy magazine. And then on the cover, it's like a, you know, it's all animated or, Can or drawn. I guess?
2: Yes. Can I guess what's on the cover? Yes. Okay. Is the cover... Cause this is the cover of like nearly every heavy metal magazine, which by the way, I should, I I'm at great pains to say, no offense to anybody. I didn't fucking read because <laughs> even, even at like 12, I could tell that it marked you as a loser. So that's um, okay. Cause on every cover of every heavy metal magazine, there was like a woman possessed of, of large grapefruit, like breasts. Check. And usually wearing chain mail or like some sort of, you know, valkyrie outfit you know she had like some you know and then there was like usually a mythical beast of some kind or a guy wearing one of those thor hats with horns on it or something you know or like a guy you know wielding a sword nobody ever held anything on the front of a heavy metal magazine they wielded things you have to always wielding a mace or a wand or whatever
0: yeah
1: do you want to see how close you got
0: yeah well to explain so So it's the the it's uh, yeah, basically, you're you're pretty much right. She's in like a leather like outfit. I think they went for more of like a post nuclear disaster kind of thing, judging by the Mm -hmm. background. Perfect. Um, Yep. Some nondescript like weapon, like weaponry that she's got wielded that is definitely being wielded Mm -hmm. some weird like thing around. Oh, it's some kind of gas mask that's hanging around her neck. And so she's very protected, except for the fact that her jumper is unbuttoned all the way down to, or unzipped all the way down to her belly button. But, her you know, jumper? Sure. Whatever you would call it. What would you call that?
1: A bodysuit?
0: A bodysuit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, okay, so a bodysuit. Uh, whatever you would call that.
1: But yeah. It, it, a pleather bodysuit.
0: Pleather bodysuit. I don't suit. think that's
1: real leather. That looks kind of pleathery to me.
0: Um.
2: But yeah. So that- then the question... The question then, Greg, is like, have you have you seen? I, I, it seems like at some point, it seems like if you grew up, if you were a teenager, you know, I don't know if you, like if you are currently between the ages of thirty six and you know sixty, at right. some point, you probably saw the movie Heavy Metal just because everybody did, right? Even I did, and I mean. So do you like when did you first see I'm assuming Sarah
0: has not seen the movie Heavy Metal.
1: I have not. I've yeah, seen see, Heavy Metal that, parking lot but not Heavy Metal. I no, see that's
0: I saw it I think my my a, freshman year in college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's
2: just one of those things and again it's like 89% of the audience for Heavy Metal the magazine and the movie is like dudes it's just guys. Um and if women see that movie, it's because they accidentally walk into the room while like their little brother and his friends are watching it or whatever. Um, I actually don't even really know why it's called Heavy Metal because it's, you know, I, I don't know where that title comes from or whatever. But but Heavy Metal is just, I mean, the movie anyway is like how I was, I didn't even know it was a magazine. Uh, but I, when I was in, I don't know, maybe like a freshman or sophomore in high school or something. Um, it's like I, I was like over at my friend's house one time and he had like a bootleg copy of heavy metal on VHS or something. Oh, and, wow. we watch, and and the big, like the big selling point of it is guys are so guys are stupid. The big selling point of it is that it's like, a it's a, it's a fantasy, like sword and sorcery cartoon with lots of like women who've somehow forgotten to put on their, put on their, their tops. Yes. Their and, and then they, <laughs> yes. And then there's like a lot of it. And then there's like a lot of explicit sex. And so you're watching like weird, explicit animated sex. And at one point, I swear to God, at one point, there's a giant, this giant sort of Mr. Clean slash the Thing looking character, who has a huge schlong barely covered by a loincloth, and he's voiced by John Candy. And
1: wow, it, it's
2: like levels of disturbing. <laughs> I mean, so it's disturbing. like layers of, and that's when you're sort of watching it and you're thinking, who is the audience for this for this movie? Like, what is the? I mean, presumably the people who watched. I mean, you know, other than us watching the boot, like presumably the people who went to see this movie when it was released and the people who made it are old enough they could have actual girlfriends. And so it's like what is I mean, there's a weird I was thinking about the heavy metal the other day actually because I just I just reread um this book by Sean Howe called Marvel Comics The Secret History which is which is really a great 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 book. But at one point he talks about how Marvel sort of like they were trying to get in a they 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 created their own spin off their their own version of heavy metal magazine anyway to try to, to try to sort of get some of that marketplace or whatever but mm-hmm. i was thinking about that magazine and thinking about how I, it got me into this whole thing about even in comic books you know there's this idea that in comic books you know like for the longest time and i'm assuming it's still the case now in comic books the female characters were still drawn in this very hypersexualized fashion. So you're like looking at like a full-on comic book and so the women have these like impossible proportions and they're wearing like, you know, like half an ounce of clothing. And so they must have figured out at some point that like that's what dudes want to see. And so then I started thinking about well what is up with that? Like it's weird. isn't it does it strike you as weird that like anybody, even if you're like a 13-year-old boy, would look at a comic book character of a fe- you know, like a female comic book character and somehow be aroused by that, doesn't it seem like your brain should at least know that's not real? Like, right? I mean, like at least porn is pictures of actual real people. Yeah. If you're looking at a picture of, I don't know, you're looking at like Ms. Marvel or somebody, you know, it's like, it's just, you know, that's weird. The idea that somehow our brains are just like so undeveloped, you know, it, certainly young men anyway, that we can literally just look at like, a comic book character and somehow in our brain we're like, well, good enough, you know, and that's like, you know, that'll
1: do. That's a,
2: that's a strange thing because that's why that, that's why heavy metal puts, that's why every cover
1: looks like that. Yeah, I know, because there's... I, mean, I don't
0: know. I don't have an answer to that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know that the whole, like, anime thing is super big for some people. I mean, whatever, their, whatever works for people. Get their not, jollies. But, you know, jollies
0: <laughs> is a terrible term. Um, don't you, jollies. What, that's, a, that's a totally weird term. I know. Uh, I, mean, I don't know, I'm, but I mean, that, but you take this, the heavy metal magazine, and you add this in with the old pictures, and then you've got, you know, all this other stuff that was in there. And and then the one I think the most disturbing thing of all of this was uh, somebody pulled out and found uh, pretty much intact and not really chewed through by rats or anything a hand puppet of Alf yes Alf like the '80s sitcom Alf Alf in his Orbiters baseball jersey which if you watched wow. Alf you hadn't know he was in Orbiters and, and he liked to eat cats. And he liked to eat cats Mm. from Melmac. And he had, it was a hand puppet of that mixed in with all this other stuff. And it just, I, that was the thing I couldn't really place in all of it. I'm like, okay, you know, it's an, maybe this guy's here. He's got his old pictures. He's into his heavy metal magazines laying in his bathtub or whatever. Uh, But then the elf hand puppet was the one that just, I just don't understand how it fits in with everything.
1: That's-
2: maybe the elf, maybe the elf hand puppet is, uh, you know, maybe the elf hand puppet gave him tips on how to, uh, you know, on how much lime to pour in the bathtub.
1: After, uh, <laughs> I was you know, maybe- after
2: he'd rifled through everybody's pockets for photographs, <laughs> right. maybe the elf puppet was like, "Well, now's the time of purification. Let's go get the lime."
1: It's totally his. Well-son. I don't know, elf. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What if the police show up? It's, I mean, it's just—I mean, I—I'm just—I'm just sort of, you know, freestyling here. I don't know for sure. I'm just wow. again, my brain is using all of these components. I'm trying to construct a narrative out of the little bits
0: and pieces you presented to me. Let's listen to some butthole surfers, Larry. <laughs> Just—I mean,
1: so what happened? Weird... Yeah, what happened to the elf puppet?
0: Uh, it, it stayed there. Tristan, Tristan held onto it. I think. I mean, it was there when I left.
1: Oh, is this going to be some, like, treasure he's going to start becoming obsessed with? Like, he won't let anybody else play with it? No, just, this is my
0: outfit. I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do with it. There's a lot of stuff I mean, on there, though.
2: I think that really, I don't know if, uh, how much of that stuff is still there or whatever. I think really you're missing out if you don't create, like, a... I don't know if kids are still using... I guess it's, not, I guess it's all Instagram these days. It's not Tumblr anymore. But if... Hey, don't eat that. That's mine. Sorry. <laughs> um... That was the elf puppet. He was, uh, he was totally, you know, um, you have to really keep an eye on him. Uh, I mean, it seems like you're really missing out if you don't like create a Reddit thread or something where you just sort of like catalog like all of this. That's yeah. what you should do. You should create a thread on Reddit, and you should just be like, you know, a you know, friend of mine, you know, bought a house or whatever, cleaning it out, found all this stuff. What do you think the backstory is behind this collection of? items and pick like five or six of the weird seemingly unrelated items post photos and then see if the, like the reddit user base can come up with like a narrative that, that links all of those things together oh, that's, yeah. that's I'll a good idea that somebody <laughs> will come up with something hilarious and or creepy that will be like that'll explain the presence of those things
0: all right
1: um i would really like you know the internet yeah. know how to do that you all right make uh, one. i'll put one together
0: because i've got some of these pictures and what i don't i can just ask tristan i'm sure you took pictures of all of it okay
1: um, i like
2: i I speak from experience that, like, if you, if you like, uh, uh, crowdsource this, uh, uh, if you harness the power of the Reddit user base, they can really, like, they can really make, like, something amazing out of almost nothing. It's, I, I remember at one point, so there was this Reddit for a while, I, this subreddit, I don't know if it still exists, but there was this subreddit, and it was just supposed to be, like, the first two sentences of... Uh, you know, it was like the first two sentences of a, of a, of a frightening, of like a horror story. Oh yeah. And that was the deal. It was like, write the first two sentences of a terrifying story, you know, and you know, it was just, you know, just a contest to see who could write the scariest two first sentences. And I remember like, I can't remember exactly how it was phrased, but like somebody right out of the bat, the first, the first two sentences, it was just something about like a kid looking underneath a bed and it, looking underneath his parents' bed and finding a whole stack of, uh, like you know, missing po- you know the like those posters they put up when a kid is missing. Oh, oh yeah, no. a whole stack of like missing posters with his face on them. And then, <laughs> what? And then what well, was this? Is like this is a, again? It's a two to the opening sentences of a fictional story. Yeah. But the the upshot was that he found this giant stack of missing posters with his own face on them under his parents' bed. And then the date, the missing date, was like the next day.
1: <laughs> That's good. It was like tomorrow
2: that's good I'm saying people on reddit are fucked up so they they can totally create some story around you know the elf puppet and the photograph and the cast iron bathtub and the you know that's a heavy metal magazine and get well card yeah all that yeah that's interesting out of curiosity so you mentioned this the outhouse so yeah so there's like a standalone a privy as they used to call it yes um, out out to the side or whatever yes
0: I didn't go in that but uh but yeah there is one and it's like all overgrown
2: is that a thing that he's going to have to, you
0: know? He's going to have to fill deal in with it. And clean up. Yeah, well, I think it's so old; it's probably just more like filling it in. But I, I don't really. I'm going to guess you're going to have to get a bunch of dirt and just like fill it in, because it's. I don't think it's been used in quite some time. Is my guess. But then again, I don't know that for sure. Yeah. It hmm. wouldn't be a mass amount of people. Yeah. Well, Either way, it's gross.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's no not gonna be a pleasant end to there's story not a, no there's nothing happen. pleasant about that i mean no. eventually what he's gonna <laughs> do with it is
0: gonna be nice but uh but yeah there's a lot of strange things he's got to go through before oh, he boy. gets there all right i'm just realizing anybody in this go. conversation
2: know alf's real name
0: uh i knew it actually before somebody just posted it in the chat but uh yeah gordon shumway from Melmac. there
1: you go yes i i did not know that so. i was a
0: fan of both the tv series and the animated series on of saturday course, mornings
1: I know. Cause that's what uh, Ricky Greg's talked about repeatedly at length before That if he could bring back one television show, he'd want to bring back elf.
0: Yeah. I feel like there's know, more Alf, to be told. There's more. Elf is a to be fine.
2: Told. Alf's a fine show. Alf was really like, I mean, it's, it, you know, it was, especially for the time elf was, uh, yeah. Alf, I actually like, cause it's, you can't really find it. It doesn't stream anywhere and it's, you know, so it, but you can, like occasionally episodes of Elf will pop up on uh, on YouTube and, uh, it's you know what, Alf is. Alf is sort of like the television version of Lucky Charms, where it's like, you know, nobody buys Lucky Charms because of the brown crap. Like I don't even know what the brown crap in Lucky Charms is. Oh, yeah. It's just the, it, it's just like the packing peanuts that nobody cares about. You just are only getting it for the marshmallows. The rest of that show is just the brown crap and Lucky Charms. I mean, <laughs> really, Alf is the only thing. That's the only thing that really makes that show stand out. The rest is just sort of you know it's just there to kill time or something. But.
1: Oh, I hope nobody ever like refers to me as the brown crap from Lucky Charms. That's a really good insult. No,
2: I'm just You're like the brown crap. From <laughs> yeah,
1: Lucky you're Char- like the worthless crap that nobody <laughs> likes from Lucky Charms.
2: Strangely <laughs> enough, I find the brown parts of Lucky Charms way more interesting because I wonder what it is. And like is it just like leftover sweepings from some other cereal that they make and like that's just what goes in there? I don't know.
1: I love the inside of your head, Rick.
0: <laughs> I just, you know, I uh all right, well, we... well, I think we've accomplished a lot. Here I think we have. Did you pop me down? Oh, yes, I did. Okay. I'm sorry about that.
1: <laughs> That's gonna start. What a
0: weird episode.
1: Oh, this is going to start making me echo because I can't mute and play music at the same time.
0: Uh, no, you can mute yourself on Zoom. I already did. Oh, I've got to mute my... Well, no, I think it's working.
2: Not to dwell on bad things, but I feel like I never really got the full end of the pregnant spider story. So where was this spider?
0: Well... I'll actually tell you um, There was not only just one Apparently there were multiple And they were in the In the structure As they were tearing it out Gross I saw I saw some of it um, Some really giant spiders Running around But apparently there were A couple they did last weekend Those are the ones They sent in a picture to Black's Pest Services uh, To get identification And uh, There were There were more than one Okay Yeah
1: All right. Okay That's That's
0: Yeah that's unpleasant I mean I know that
2: I know that because of Charlotte's Web, I shouldn't dislike you know that that whole notion. But I just and <laughs> no. and here's like here's like a question not to dwell on the on the spider thing or too much. But I mean, do
0: brown recluse spiders live here? I they, think so. I believe they they live like east of the Cascades. I don't think they live on this side. I've been bit by one before. Really? Um, yeah, I was bit by I didn't know it at the time, but I was bit by one on my leg. I got a. Um, but look I know we have to wrap up, but I know there I got bit by what I thought was I thought was a mosquito bite I kept itching it, and then the center
1: okay 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 no <laughs> you don't even need to finish that
0: and then I, I went into the doctor and said no this isn't a mosquito bite. what's going on here and uh, he said the best he could tell us that it was a, a baby brown recluse like not a big one and uh, I had to go immediately on some antibiotics
1: perfect Great all right. story. well that okay. unders me okay. because- leave it there
2: and then then we can sort of end all of this, but I just there's a spider in my office right now and i haven't i haven't shoot it outside yet now i've reached the point in my life where i'm i'm you know i've become sufficiently hippieized that i just take it and i put it in a glass and I, I dump them outside or whatever oh yeah but it looks just enough like a brown recluse that i'm just sort of leaving it there for a while while i try to figure out how to deal with it so <laughs> all right well i've uh, instilled sufficient dread in me
1: Oh God, take a picture and life. send it to blacks or send it to us and we'll send, send, it, send it to, to us them. yeah and
2: we'll send it over to him do you ever see a spider in your bedroom while you're sleeping and then you wait, open your eyes again and it's gone? Yes. Oh,
1: God. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll just leave all everybody right, with that enough. note. All right. Um, thank all right, you, everybody, ben. for tuning in. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. <laughs> Rick Emerson, ladies thank and gentlemen.
0: Uh, and uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503 575 9120. As always, Rick Emerson joining us here on, on Mondays. Oh, I forgot to say it's June 29th, 2020, in the year of our apocalypse. Oh, it looks like uh, he's already logged out. All right. Well, ladies, uh, that's where we're at.
1: Yeah. Oh, God, it is. It's Monday, right? It's Monday. Oh, dear Lord. Monday, June 29, 2020. Right. I forgot to give the date of the year of our apocalypse. Okay. We'll be back tomorrow with more fun employment radio. like, <laughs> um,